Hi, I'm Brett Nelson, and I'm an organizational development and sales coach with a servant heart. And I'm Sue Steinfeld, a certified leadership success coach that takes a holistic approach to being your best. And welcome to my Pivotal Moments podcast, where we are excited to share stories and experiences about those pivotal moments we all have had in our lives, whether it was a moment that caused you to pivot professionally or personally that took you down a completely different path than planned. These pivotal moments are what keep life exciting, challenging, and amazing. Happy New Year, Brett. Happy New Year, Sue. <laughs> How are you doing? Fantastic. We were just reflecting, uh, I think about two weeks ago, and said, say, what are you doing? And we said, I don't know. I've been thinking about starting a podcast. And you said, me too. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. It's our one-year anniversary. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I wrote you on December 26th, to be really exact. Wild, wild. It's... <laughs> Isn't it crazy how how a year just goes by? I mean, if you're really fully engaged, it's, sometimes it'll drag through. There's times of like the dog days of summer or whatever. It's like it's a, a slow time, but it, it just turned around. It was December. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, this year flew by. And I was, you know, going back out on my own. I was very happy with just building and focusing on my business and just starting anew. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. This last year has been a great year for me in terms of reconnecting with my family. Uh, you know, being part of the big organization that I was before, just constantly just moving, 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 and then slowing down to reconnect with the kids and really kind of put my uh, put myself back into the equation and the story of what's going on in my house with my 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 uh, my wife as well, finishing up her. Her her second degree in nursing, which was awesome, mm. uh, but I just as I reflect on it, I just I don't know how we would have done it. I mean, I've for those don't our listeners, I have four kids that they're all full on all the time, and here going here, there, and everywhere. Uh, how we could have done that with not ha- having the circumstances was in. So it was a good year, a really good year. But I'm I'm looking forward to future and what's what's the next chapter for sure. Yeah, and thinking about 2024 which most people look at January. Well, we're here. As, we're here, yeah. right? <laughs> sure. And a lot of people are looking at it as January 2nd, usually. They start yeah. anew. It's the refresh. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so with with that comes New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals. And I have, honestly, a love and distaste relationship. So I'll keep it more uh, growth <laughs> mindset. A love and learning relationship. <laughs> yes. What What is it that you love and learn about? Love and learn. Well, I just feel like sometimes it's like become so much hype around like New Year's resolutions and new goals. And I, I appreciate that new beginnings start Monday, start first of the year, all those kind of things. You want to be 100% and all those things. I I, pre, I think that if we've learned nothing from some of our listeners is you're, you're constantly making pivots. And so, you know, waiting for the first year is important because it becomes that point. Like you can say, I turned the page. Mm-hmm. I just think we have a lot of page turning through the year sometimes too. Yeah, there's a lot of refreshes, right? There's actually in June is considered the second refresh for those who made resolutions to say, oh, maybe I want to pick this up again. Sure. You sure. always have the Monday refresh. I'll start on Monday, which could be a yep. little bit dangerous, I think. Yes. Yep. Yep. It can be. Well, and the Sunday scaries come in because then you don't start. You're like, oh, whatever. So I'm curious, though, is, is we're starting this year again or starting a new year, rather, New Year's resolutions. What's What's your thought on those? Well, I like to believe more. I like to make intentions. Okay. All right. And and focus versus New Year's resolutions because most resolutions by three and a half months disappear. Is that the average? Is that, 
That's I, the average. I, it sounds, it feels right. Three and a half. So that means you get through March and then mm-hmm. spring break hits and then all the dieting goes away. All the dieting like... goes away. So according to uh, Forbes and a poll that they do annually, um, most New Year's resolutions last about 3.75. So out of the thousand people, 3.75% make it to the third get month. Get to that first, uh, yeah, that the time when the the Easter Bunny shows up and starts giving you all that candy. That's a pro- that's probably the big big first candy holiday. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see, for people who last the entire year, out of those thousand people, it's about one percent. Wow. So the question is, how do we refocus and how do we become successful with change and yeah, growth? That's a great question. Well, I would say the first thing that I would share with anybody that I'm talking to or working with or even myself is is focus on something that's manageable. Like, I don't want to go smart goals. In fact, I was we we're doing a goal thing with my kids and they're like, Dad, we don't want to talk smart goals because they do that in school. <laughs> don't say smart. I'm like, okay, we won't say smart goals. However, there is something to be saying that there's something that's manageable in terms of uh, your measurable and manageable, something that's a, a goal that's like, I'm going to do this 100% of the time. That's just an unrealistic situation. Exactly. And one of the top one of the top goals or New Year's resolutions, again, for 2024 from this poll is fitness. People want to improve their fitness sure. level. Now, to make that manageable, how do you break it down to certain components, right? So what does fitness mean? How many days a week are you going to do something? Will you follow through? If it's more enjoyable, yes. you'll probably follow through even better. Yes. And, and also, what's the big why behind it? Well, that's, that's a great point of it. I think clarity is that that critical part of it is the why of why am I doing this? If so fitness is number one, I'm guessing that's fitness and weight loss and dieting and all kind of fits in that same category. But the bigger question is why? Mm-hmm. Why um, do you get, want to do it? Get really clear what it looks like and success looks like. Because if you said, you know, I uh, want to do this, you know, want to run a marathon. Well, it's possible, but you're not going to do it in four months. Mm-hmm. Or if you do, I mean, unless you're already at that running, if you're starting from the couch, it's not going to happen in four months. And if you do, you're going to, you know, it's it's not going to look the way you think it does. So I think clarity is so critical on what is this, what mm-hmm. is it, and what it's not. And then why are you wanting to do it at all? And not just because I want to. Yeah, it has to be a compelling why. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. for example, let's take fitness for an example or improved fitness. Sure. The compelling why could be maybe you want to climb stairs without having pain, or maybe you want to take a hike for a longer distance on a vacation, a destination, or maybe you just want to, there's some medications you'd be able to reduce because you're much, much better shape. Yeah, absolutely. Something that's a a really big, uh, I remember one time when I was training for an Ironman triathlon, I went to a workshop and this gal, Paula Newby Frazier is one of the most renowned women uh, triathletes of all times. And she said, you know, to want to finish something big like this big race, you have to have something other than just finishing. So I think you're right. Like it's it's some kind of a bigger goal. It's like I want to I want to say by the end of the year, I want to be off all of my high blood pressure medications, or I want to be um not diabetic, or you know whatever. It, it, if that's what it comes down to, or in the health part of it, I want to be able to run with my kids, or I want to I want to be able to climb stairs. Like you said, I like that. 
because those bigger goals are going to be when it does get hard mm-hmm. or you have to make that choice. And as we talked about in the war of art before that little, the, <laughs> the, yeah. dist- the distractors, the, the ones that they're, those, um, the voices in our head that tell us not to, uh, will definitely come be very loud if you don't have a really big why. Yeah. So, so I think there's a couple of themes here. One is what's your why it has to be compelling. And also, like you said, how, how are you going to get to that goal? Sure. So you, you want to make it as concrete as possible of the steps yep. you're going to take so that you can measure it and it does feel manageable. Well, and start small, right? It's mm-hmm. especially if, if you're like you're starting from zero. Let's just say you haven't gone to the gym in years or a year or six months or whatever it is. Like this is the worst time to go. Absolute worst time to go right now. So you walk in the gym right now, you're not gonna be able to get on the equipment that you want. The treadmills are all taken. Everyone is there. So what can you do within your home? Mm-hmm. Right. And say, like, if you want to start throwing weights down, everybody that's lifted weights that doesn't have an ego knows that you're going to have to kind of work your way back into lifting weights again. So, do you start with stuff that you can do at home? Yeah. And be and consistent with it, right? Consistency. Oh, that's a good word, too. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I think it's part, it's, it's Paul, all of that's critical. And I don't think this is new. Like, I don't, I don't, anything we're talking about, right? It's nothing is novel we're talking about. It's just, I think it's just a matter as we get really excited. And hi- this is why I have that kind of lo- love learning relationship with New Year's resolutions as we get really hyped up about the moment and just say, you know what? How do we just start integrate this into my normal routine and just add a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. a little bit at a time? And to, then it becomes part of your habits or, your, yeah, or who you are. It's kind of interesting. It's building momentum versus a new year's resolution, which is kind of like a waterfall, right? It's a waterfall Mm -hmm. process. Oh, it's January 2nd. Boom. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get my promotion. I'm going to find a new job, whatever it might be. Sure. Sure. Versus maybe again, setting that intention and that goal to say by June, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to lift a hundred pounds. Sure. Right. Whatever it is. Yeah. And now I'm going to build towards it. Yep. Yep. I was talking to my son yesterday. I was going to say, I want to do a push-up contest with him. Uh, he's going to go off uh, on his on uh, off on a church mission in in the summer. And I just said, well, why don't we have a contest when the day that you leave, we'll have a, as many push-ups as you could do. He's like, well, I can't do that many push-ups right now. I'm like, okay, well, it's got to start sometime. <laughs> so I like it. Is you build the intentions is I want to get stronger because I feel it's important for my longevity of health. So let's, what are some other goals outside of fitness? Cause that seems like probably the number one, if I'm mm-hmm. guessing number two, three, four, five money is in there somewhere. Yeah. Yep. That's number two, according to the thousand people that completed the poll. So what, 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 what about money? Did it talk more about specifically what about money? It basically said improve finances. Mm. So however, somebody interprets that for themselves, whether they want to have a bigger savings or they want to contribute more to their 401k, whether they want to get out of debt, doesn't really get into that specifics, but that was the number two 2024 resolution again, according to this poll. Sure. And I think the same applies, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're looking at wanting to get your money in order, first of all, what, what are you doing right now? (laughs) Yeah. So take, in addition to clarity and the big why, I think part of it is just taking inventory of what your current status is. Yep. Like you're saying, I I don't live on a budget right now. I don't budget at all. I just kind of looked and see if I have money on the account and go. Okay. Well then the first start would say, I just got, I have to measure. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have to look at what what am I doing currently and then start putting um, some visibility on what's, you know, how am I doing it? What what else would you suggest somebody that's like want to get better at their finances? I think going back to that compelling why again, mm-hmm. what is it about contributing to your 401k? What is it about reducing your debt? What's the what's your really big why for that? Oh, mm-hmm. I want to be able to retire at a younger age. Or I want to be able to take my family on a vacation and I can't do that while I have all this debt. Sure. So what compels you to make that change? Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, start small. Yeah. And have a plan. Sure. Yeah. And and I think that's part of it is it's like the, we've talked about this before too, is when you have changes or pivots in your life, recognizing the things that you can control. Yes. Meaning like if you, if you are in let's just say finances, you're in debt, you owe people or you owe things money. Like you don't have a choice to just not pay that and start maximizing your 401k just because like, well, I want to save for retirement, but yeah, you still have things that you control or your, your, your income is limited to what your paycheck is uh, or what your, your, your earning potential is just, it's capped. Okay. Well then look at the constraints that you have and work with things that you can't, because if you can't control it, you'll just get frustrated. And then ultimately Throw your hands up. <laughs> yes. And and this might make many people mad, my next statement, but I don't think you should cut out everything that brings you a little bit of joy. So for example, people who go out to coffee every day, that's actually quite a habit. You're mm-hmm. talking about five to $7 a day. 200 days a year, there's $1,000. There's $1,000. The question I have is, did that bring really bring you to your goals a lot quicker? Mm-hmm. Or is, did you give up something that really brought you a little bit of joy and everybody deserves joy in their day? And can there, is there something in between? So it's not an either or, but it's yep. an and. Yep. Okay, I'm going to treat myself to coffee twice a week, sure, not five sure. days a week. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's, and I think that's part of this starting small and then recognizing your constraints within that. Because again, I think it, you, you listen to any of the, the money folks and say, you know, don't do this and you got to live like no one else so you can live like no one else. That's good advice. But the fact is, if you're going to go crazy, <laughs> or you're not <laughs> cr- crazy, I don't, I say that loosely, but if you're not going to be balanced and whole, mm-hmm. does it really, is that $3 cup of coffee or that $3 in our case in Utah, where you like to, a lot, a lot of sodas, uh, mixed drink sodas, do you, is that really going to cause, uh, be worth the, the, return on the investment or the lack of return on the investment because you're like, I'm just, I'm bored or I'm upset or I'm bugged or I need some detox or I need some, I need this. Yeah. And it kind of, right. It brings us to moderation. Moderation is sustainable. Yep. 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 I like it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So what else is on the list? (laughs) So the the third one was improve mental health. Okay. Lose weight. And Which kind of, kind of fitness, right? So that's kind of in there. So I would put those together. Okay. So mental health, lose weight. Number five is? Improved diet. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we saying here on top three of the five or all have to do with fitness? Interesting. I, interesting. There's an interesting book I read recently uh, about um, intuitive eating, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a called, it's, I think the book's called Intuitive Eating. And it's really interesting because it talks about like, Stop moralizing diet and fitness and stuff, making it a good day or a bad day or good food and bad food. Yes. Now, there are things that are obviously 
say less healthy in the way of like actually having nutrition. When I say healthy, meaning they have nutritional value of food, say like an M&M versus say like a carrot, they just have different nutritional value um, somehow. And, but the moment that you say that, well, I had a bad day because I ate M&Ms, you start moralizing food and then a shame spiral comes and a lot of other emotional baggage comes along with moralizing. Same thing with exercise. Well, I had a bad day today because I didn't have exercise. Well, you got out of bed. Mm-hmm. You still burned X thousand calories by just being upright today. Yep. You didn't do maybe burn the extra that you were thinking or hoping to do, but you still were up. Exactly. And it's back to moderation. You don't have, it's not a good eating day or a bad eating day. It just was a day. Just a that, day. Yep. That you just, made choices that were either more nutrient dense or less nutrient dense. That's right. That's right. Pumping more iron or pumping less iron. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes with money. It goes with relationships and talk about improving health, mental health. That's a big one is like, I I love sharing with people that my strategy around keeping goals and that's creating like a kind of a a to-do list for the day, but not a long expansive list. Just my, I call it my critical task list and just say, these are my four or five things I need to get done today that are critical. And if I get all of them done by 10 o'clock, I won the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's a win for me. Yeah. And, and that builds momentum. It builds momentum. And I may have days that I lose. Like I didn't get like, I got three of the five. It's still a losing day. Cause I need to have some accountability to my, my goals and my, my expectations for the day. And tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to hear what the bottom one was out of the thousand people that of all for, the, yeah, <laughs> of the, the thousand people one. that Forbes and uh, one poll. Yeah. So coaches can all, all your ears can perk up, perform better at work. Only 3% of the thousand people said that was their new year's resolution. So do the math on that. It's like not, not even three people, <laughs> a third of a person said that. Yeah. So sorry to the employers. They're not thinking about your, your company as part of their new year's resolutions. <laughs> so, so what are our takeaways for today, Brett? Well, I think the takeaway first is, is is look when you're looking at your goals and and don't make perhaps when we're looking at the new years, take it for what it is, right? It's a it's a restart, it's a refresh, but you can do that anytime. Yes. You really can. I think uh we've we shared a lot and heard from a lot of really cool people about their North Star. So maybe get centered back on that why that North Star around who you are, what really motivates you, why do you want to do the things that you do? That's yes. a big takeaway for me. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? What's your takeaway? I think my takeaway is make it more as a part of your life. Yes. So it's an intent, a really strong intention with that why behind it. Mm-hmm. And and have a clear plan to mm-hmm. accomplish it. And just take it step by step. Yeah, I love it. One day at a time. Because you can't win them all. It's all you can't win all 365 one day. It's just one day. Love exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> love that. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what this year brings to us, Sue. So I appreciate your partnership in this uh, podcast and our journey. And for all our listeners there, thank you for this. And we hope you wishing you a big, great 2024. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We enjoy hearing others' pivotal moments and we'd love to hear yours. Feel free to reach out to us on our respective websites or on LinkedIn. We appreciate your support by rating and sharing our podcast with others. Remember, any moment can be pivotal if you keep your mind open to possibilities. Enjoy the journey.